Hey, everyone, and welcome to the Eye Opener Society. First of all, I want to tell everybody, thank you all so much for tuning in, listening to our shows. Um, I do want you guys to get on our YouTube channel, though. Uh, I've noticed not all of you have been there, all right? So if you go to YouTube at Eye Opener Society, definitely check out. We only got two episodes of Behind the Eyes, and we did Behind the Eyes just specifically for you guys, the audience, to get a little insight on Hannah and I behind the scenes, um, just acting the way we normally do. For good, for better or for worse, <laughs> check out the shows. There's the pilot episode, and then we have our statute of limitations. Uh, check them out when you get a chance. It's really just to change the theme of things, make things a little bit more fun and interesting. Anyway, tonight, uh, you still have me, Gary, here. You have me, Hannah. Sorry. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Hannah's here on the show, too. Uh, we got this month, we still got two more shows, I think, to record. Mm -hmm. Uh, once we do, I, I've been really racking my brain what to do because there's so much to talk about. Mm -hmm. And there's, I know there's so much on your mind, Hannah, so much on my mind. And this week I got some changes going on. So there's probably going to be even more to talk about. So we want to get these to you. So keep tuning in. Things are coming. Uh, we've been getting a lot of buzz about the pod party. Oh, yeah. Where we're going to have all the hosts from all of our favorite uh, podcasts all on one episode. And our Zoom screen is going to look like uh, the Brady Bunch. Yeah. Just all. And I cannot wait. The pod and Bunch. Yeah, the Pod Bunch. We are pretty excited about that. Stay tuned for that. I know people are waiting on uh, our paranormal, uh, excuse me, paranormal episode. It, like I said, we got a lot going on this year. And this year is what's the focus of this show. Mm -hmm. There's something going on in the air, isn't there? There's a whole new beginning to a whole new year. People are ending last year either on a good note or a bad note or whatever it might be. Hopefully this episode is going to get us a little bit more in tune with things. So we have someone on our show today that we're so excited for and uh, we absolutely adore her. Uh, Elaine came on one of our shows back when we were third eye meditation mm -hmm. was our facebook live she did she was gracious enough to do a live show with us and it was great it was fantastic and ever since we rebranded and all i know most of our newer audience have not had the opportunity to experience even though i promote her all over and if you go to our website eyeopenersociety.onpodium.co if you go up in the top you know menu there's a link that goes directly to her so you got to click on it and it'll take you right to her website and you can see all of her services there. But Elaine, I found Elaine on Facebook just by chance one day. One of her posts came across and she was writing about the tarot. And it was so in-depth and mm -hmm. so well-written. And I love that because not a lot of people read anymore. I literally sat there like reading this and I said, wow, this is fantastic. And it just turned me on to her. So I started following mm -hmm. her. Then it turns out your mom was following her. For yeah, she was. And she was like, oh, you follow Elaine too? I said, yeah. I said, well, who is she? And she's like, I've been following her for so long. She's great. So I start talking to her about that, about writing, because when I started doing all this stuff, I was doing blog stuff myself. And, you know, I made the comment to Elaine how people don't read anymore. And we start talking a little bit. And then we, you know, got her on the show and she mm -hmm. did the show. But even before that, I said, I got to have a sampling of how Elaine works. Yeah. You know, and who better than to do it on is your mother. Who's yeah. Really, you know, facts. got so much going on. So um, 
I contacted her. I said, listen, just do a reading. And I just want to see how your readings go. Because as we're going to learn, everybody does a reading differently. differently. Everybody yeah. has their own way of doing it, their own ways of interpretation. And I like that. I like how some people really take it to heart and some people just do it because they just learned it. Anyway is good, but I found Elaine to be completely fascinating. And we had Me that too. reading. As a matter of fact, uh, probably six months before we moved in here, mm -hmm. maybe a little bit less. And I know a lot of the problems going on with your mom at the time was all what we were going on in the old place yeah. and the transition coming in here. Elaine was spot on with the timing. Yeah. I was really, really impressed with that 100%. So that's Elaine. Why hold her back anymore? She's the best. She is. Let's get her on the show. Elaine, how are you? Hello, guys. It's so good to be with you again. Thank you so much for having me. We're so excited to have you back. Yeah, for sure. And and again, I want to say thank you so much for coming on our show like this. Um, again, we're we're not the type of people who get famous people in here because we don't want them. We Elaine want is real famous people. in my eyes. So uh, but that's the thing. She's famous in our eyes. It's regular people like this who are actually doing something good and they're very good at it. Mm -hmm. And they put a lot of passion and heart in it. And Elaine's one of those people. And these are the people that I like to have on the show. Mm -hmm. You know, why give famous people more time, more airtime than they yeah. already want? This is your time, Elaine. So before we go any further, um, Elaine, please um, take this moment for yourself. The show is all yours. Tell us about you, what you do, your business, how to contact you. Go ahead and give us a commercial. Action. Well, thank you so much, Terry and Hannah. That, that compliment is of the highest order, and it means the world to me to hear you. And, you know, if my clients have that to say about me, it means the world to me. That is that is what I'm in this for. So thank you so much, first of all. And thank you so much for hosting me again on your podcast. I love you guys. I love Eye Opener Society. Um, so a little bit about me. Um, I have a Facebook page called or Arcane Oracle. I'm Elaine. I am the Arcane Oracle. Um, I have a website, elainesarcanetarot.com. If you want to check that out, please go ahead and do so. The links are in the uh, um, body text. And um, I am a tarot reader and astrologer, and I have been studying and practicing divination with tarot and astrology for more than 20 years now. All right. So <laughs> let's just say it's been a while. I don't quite want to date myself, but <laughs> <laughs> but it's been more than 20 years now um earliest memory is I was like four years old going through my mom's stuff in her closet like I wasn't supposed to be doing you know and I found her tarot cards the Rider Waite um you know classic style deck and I remember just being fixated you know I was about four before kindergarten and I was just obsessed and my mom didn't want me playing with the tarot cards understandable but I would not be dissuaded every chance I could get. I was sneaking to try to find my mom's tarot cards and spread them all out on the floor and try to figure out what, what all this meant. Cause I knew there was something really big about this. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, by the time I was 11 years old, I took my allowance money to borders and I bought myself my first little mini tarot deck and the rest is history. I've been, um, voraciously devouring all the books I can find for decades now. And um, I just love it. It's, and I'm still learning. That's the best part about it, especially um, 
astrology specifically. Um, you know, there's Western, there's Vedic, there's um, Chinese, Bazi astrology. There's all kinds of different astrology and um, it's very interpretive, you know, so I'm still learning about astrology as I go, but I've been studying it just as long as the tarot. And of course, tarot and astrology go together quite a bit. So, (laughs) But um, yeah, I've been doing this for a long time. It is what I love. It's my passion. And I, you know, I just try to bring an affordable and authentic experience to as many people as I can with my with my business, with my gift. So. And um, how do people find you? How do people find me? They can mm-hmm. find me on Facebook at Arcane Oracle. That's my business page. Um, you can find me online at elainesarcanetarot.com. And if you're in a rush, you can always send me a text or call me at 765-739-0278. Awesome. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Perfect. And I know, like I say, it's true. Elaine does get back to you because um, I know uh, well, first reading that I had for uh, my wife you know, I was reaching out to you. I texted you, like you said, just, you know, shoot me a quick text and she gets back to you. Her prices are affordable. And like I said, her readings are spot on. It's, I think as we learn with the tarot, it's never, I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, Elaine, most people think whatever you say, when you're doing the reading, a lot of people think, oh, that's exactly what's going to happen. But that's not necessarily true. And there's a timeline too. It's not going to happen as soon as you're done with the reading and everything's going to fall into place. There's timelines for everything. Mm -hmm. Is that true? Yes. Yes. Um, You see, at least the way that I see it is that life is a constant um, balance between fate and free will, because free will is a spiritual law. At least I believe that we have free will. We have we have, you know, the probability of circumstances at play. We have our own choice. And, you know, you can change your whole life with a small change. And that's all trigger, triggered by free will. So um, whenever I'm reading the cards, what's being read are the present energies at play. What the likely course of events based on the circumstances are, you know, um, like predicting predicting anything else it's it's based on the current circumstances Mm -hmm. now if you change what you're doing if you change your pattern the outcome could change Mm -hmm. just as easily so it's um and same goes with astrology you know forecasting horoscopes um nothing is set in stone nothing is you know this is absolutely set to happen Mm -hmm. but likelihood is real you know, the, the, the circumstances, if it's the gray cloudy day, it's likely you're going to get rain, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's right. the same thing, but, you know, just like trying to predict <laughs> whether or not we're going to get snow, True. Um, True. you know, there are that so many probabilities. Yeah. That made me think when she said like the horoscopes, I was like, I remember when I was a kid, like reading like the 17 magazine or whatever it was, it was like, you will find your true love this month. And I was like, Oh, I am, you know, I'm like, 10 years old reading my sister's 17 magazine and I'm I'm like oh I'm gonna find my true love okay <laughs> exactly exactly and those horoscopes you know um a lot of people they only know their sun sign and that's yeah that's mm-hmm. what we're most familiar with here in the west is our sun signs yeah but um 
really the best way to read a horoscope in my experience, whenever you're just flipping through the, the newspaper or a magazine is to read for your rising sign, your moon sign and your sun sign in that yeah. order, mm-hmm. because the rising sign is the most personal. The moon sign is the second most personal. And then the sun sign is usually the third most personal, at yeah. least for most people. Gotcha. And it's nice to know that I learned this from Elaine too, when it comes to astrology mm-hmm. and the tarot to learn that the both are so intertwined with the cards, with mm-hmm. the symbolicism and the cards and all, all reference astrology as well. And again, it depends on the person interpreting the cards and how much they learned or how much they read into it. Um, Elaine happens to put a lot of that uh, astrology into the card readings as well. And I found that amazing. And I say, like, wow, I say, and I think too, Elaine, if you look at the cards, the more you look at them, the more you actually see, even a card you see all the time, every single day, depending on the reading, you're going to find something else in there that can be now interpreted so you know a completely different way. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's absolutely correct. Um, for example, okay, um, seasonal, the devil card here. We're pretty familiar with him, right? It's probably mm-hmm. the scariest card in the tarot next to the right. death card, right? Mm-hmm. All right, so the devil card can be just flat out representing negative influences all right Mm -hmm. so you know somebody's being deceived somebody's being led astray tempted seduced um somebody's under some kind of a bad influence whether that's um another person or toxic situation toxic job even in some instances it can mean negative spiritual presence right Mm -hmm. so (laughs) uh, negative spiritual attachments might be in play but this card, the devil card, is also, whenever you're looking at time frame, this is Capricorn season mm-hmm. because the devil card is ruled by the sign Capricorn in the tarot. So this would be approximately December 22nd, I believe, mm-hmm. through um, about January 19th would be the time frame. Mm-hmm. So that's where we are right now in tarot mm-hmm. time frame is we're in the season of the devil card. Okay. But mm-hmm. at the same time, You've got the three of pentacles here, all right? Three of pentacles in general means um, learning a trade. It means um, cultivating skills. So demonstrating what you're made of, right? But it's also time frame wise. It is the first week of January. It is December 31st through approximately January 9th. That's how specific the tarot can get. Hmm. Hmm. See, I love it. I learn something new I know. all the time. It's and this is why I really appreciate you. And that's why I appreciate every time I see one of your Facebook posts, I said, I'm gonna learn something when I see it because you take your time and you actually write about this. And even myself, I, I picked up a deck of tarot cards myself and I started to learn, you know, at least the basics. So let me try and you know understand it because I do find it fascinating. Um and when I did my very first reading. All that went out the window, all the learning. Once I looked at the cards and based on the question and based on the person I was with, I was literally being spoken to just saying, just read what you see. And that's how it came to me. I was like, just look at those cards Mm -hmm. and just whatever's coming to your mind, just go ahead and say it. So again, that puts us in a position, the way I read, the way you read, the way someone else reads a card, it's all different. But we still get the same interpretations because it's not 
I think we went over this on our live way back. It's not so much the reader, the person reading the card, but it's the cards themselves that actually hold all of the power. The person interpreting them is basically just doing that, just interpreting them. Yes, yes. There's, um, you know, it's it's a language, the tarot. Okay, mm -hmm. it's the language. It's um, 78 cards and their reversals. And within each, you know, the the whole deck encompasses pretty much all of the human experience. Mm -hmm. um, just the way that we can use any, you know, language that we use in culture to do anything with. You know, we can use it to create um, timeless art, you know, like William Shakespeare or Wordsworth. Um, and we can use it to create propaganda and deceit. And it's, it's up to whoever's wielding the tool, just like an artist with a paintbrush. And, you know, the artist is definitely a big part of it, but so is the tool. And the, and in this particular instance, you know, the tarot has a rich spiritual history. I could almost say that like tarot has its own spirit. Mm -hmm. And each person that is called to use the tarot cards, you know, um, the tarot is still a language, it's still like a translation device, but it has a spirit of its own that you're interacting with. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Yeah, that's um, what I remember saying, like the cards do. Some people are just, you could read the pictures, you could read the meanings that you're getting from you know, whether it be from YouTube or from a book, or you can literally use spirit, whatever spirit means to you, you could use that. There's two different readers, ones that are more intuitive and more that are just interpreting what they're looking at. And I prefer yeah. going to somebody with, you know, more intuition because I just think it's it. You get that real feel. You now know that what you're being, you know, told by those tarot probably more than likely are going to happen and that's why i know you definitely have that ability and i really like that i wanted to also go over too um when it comes to the astrology and all and this is a little bit off subject of the tarot but the this day and age right now and i know i had sent you um that link about the case that's happening very close to me with you know the tarot shop owner uh, here in the state of Pennsylvania, tarot reading is technically illegal. Technically. You could do it, but it has to have the stupid stamp that for entertainment purposes only to cheapen what people do. People spend a long time trying to interpret and understand the cards, and we got to cheapen it to for entertainment purposes only because it doesn't fall in the eyes of the law. But on an interesting twist with that, I get why the law was in place because there were some tarot readers or basically not really tarot, readers, but fortune tellers that would say, give me, you know, X amount of money and I'll tell you exactly what to do with your future. And it doesn't work that way. But to me, that's buyer beware. You know, think for yourself before you give money to somebody as to where you're going to somebody with a tarot. Mm -hmm. But I get this feeling like for some reason, ancient times, right? Back when the pyramids were built and all, Everything back then 
revolved around astrology. It was so important. It was important in their mathematics. It was important on how they lived, how to build these things. Every single stone aligns with a planet or a star or a constellation. What happened, Elaine? <laughs> why are we now saying for entertainment purposes only? Why is astrology all of a sudden demonized? Oh, I mean, that's probably a much deeper question than I can give a truly uh, insightful or meaningful answer to um, on the spot without, mm -hmm. you know, actually doing a, a research level paper about it. But my guess would be... Um, like most things, you know, a few bad actors spoil something good for everybody else. Mm -hmm. That's what it seems to be, really, because um, I, you know, I see a lot of um, icky behavior, you know, in the modern world from people who pr pretend to be spiritual workers, fortune tellers. Um, there's various different types of that icky behavior, but some of the biggest warning signs are um, direct contact cold sales. That is where somebody gets a hold of you by your uh, social media account or whatever, basically cold calls to tell some tell a prospective client that they need a reading for usually some negative purpose that there's uh, I, I felt drawn to you because there was some bad energy around you. Mm -hmm. um, that's a good example. And, mm -hmm. you know, those are all just uh, sowing fear and negativity to pressure people into paying fraudsters to fix problems that only the fraudster knows they have. Mm -hmm. So, and it's, there's a lot of that. And, you know, I'm, a, honestly, I'm kind of torn about it. I'm ambivalent about it. I'm okay with there being some laws in place to prevent practitioners that are unethical and dishonest from taking advantage of vulnerable people. And, um, you know, and even in my own experience in this, you know, being um, somebody who works in that business, you know, I've had um, after a significant family loss, a really wrenching family loss, you know, I got a few um, supposed spiritual practitioners that were messaging my Facebook account to threaten me with even more bad fortune on my family if I didn't pay for their readings and their protection spells course <laughs> i'm the last person to come to with that kind of nonsense but right. um it's and it, i was hit then personally by just wow that's that's really brutal and imagine being someone who feels truly lost in mm -hmm. a dark chapter of their life and they're they can so easily fall prey to um dishonest practitioners and um because of things like that, you know, I have a rule that um, client calls me, I don't reach out direct cold sales ever, I will never send someone a message telling them they need a reading. Um, and I, you know, I, I don't do the type of bait and switch offers funnel, plat none of that. I, mm -hmm. you know, it is what it is. On my website, you'll find the menu of my prices, my prices are as quoted, it'll never be a, you know, purchase a one question reading and then now you've got to pay me $50 for a ritual I don't pull anything like that mm -hmm. if you ask me for it I'll quote you a price and if you want it you want it and if you don't fair enough yeah I like that we went to a show um like one of the, like a vendor type show um it was like a spiritual show and um when I was walking around the room 
I like after we were done, we we didn't stay very long at all. We were le- as we were leaving, I was like, you know what? I only maybe felt like a gift from someone just from being in tune myself. I was like, I maybe only felt like in tune with maybe one or two people in this whole vendor thing. And so it's like, like you said, it's like, you can just, you feel bad for those people who are just at a desperate part of their life where they're not in tune or, you know, they just have that guard down. So then they're more than likely to fall into like these scammers so it is just, it's just disappointing to me that people are out there that do these things. Yes, yes, it is. It's very disappointing to me as well. Um, I know that there aren't really laws in my state that forbid mm-hmm. um, fortune telling, divination, tarot reading, any of that. Um, I think there there are some some laws and city ordinances where the communities at least have some ability to go after the people that are really egregious and audacious in their scamming but um and I don't mind that I've never been I've never been hassled I do um live vendor events every warm season I don't do it in winter because I'm a weenie but um you know it's it's never been a problem no Mm -hmm. one's ever seeming seemed to be offended by my presence or you know I've not really ever gotten that kind of trouble and Mm -hmm. I imagine that's because I do business in a way that's you know you don't want my business it's fine if you're not happy with it okay here's your refund don't come back you know yeah (laughs) right (laughs) that's the best way to do it too it's like you and I you don't like our show don't listen to the show it's you know we're not forcing anybody to do it uh the people that come to you I it could be from any walk of life from any religion and they're being smacked though with the tarot, which it's based a lot on spiritual beliefs. And I know sometimes you probably get a few people that they don't know where to stand. I had um, somebody I worked with who always wanted um, a psychic reading from somebody because I always talk about this one psychic I know. And he's like, I want to so bad. I said, I could set you up, you know, we'll get you in there. But he was like, what my religion you know, being a Catholic, he's forbidden from anything like that. And I was like, well, look at it for entertainment purposes only then in that case. But yeah, I, it's really, I don't want to say frustrating, but there's like so many between spirituality, religion, astronomy, even they all come together really from a different kind of world, the way I like to put it. And for somebody to actually sit and listen to you and get that interpretation, it's sometimes difficult. It's difficult to give that interpretation, not knowing really where they stand religiously, you know, or anything like that. Yes. Yes. And that's, that's a very good observation there. It's very insightful. Um, I am, well, I was raised agnostic, strictly Mm -hmm. agnostic. Mm -hmm. So um, yes, you're absolutely right. My practice, my, services are open to anyone of any belief system, any nationality, race, creed, doesn't matter to me. Um, we're all, we're all fellow passengers to the grave on this planet. So mm-hmm. that's no, never mind to me, but honestly, because I was, I've never really had much of an experience in any of the Abrahamic religions myself, as far as Christianity, Catholicism, Protestantism, Islam, Judaism, uh, you know, 
I, I, I know the Bible roundabout, but I, I don't really know too much about the specifics. I know that there's something about the witch of Endor and Saul and, um, um, communicating with spirits. And that was supposed to be forbidden in the old Testament. I don't know any details about it. It's, it's not my belief system. (laughs) Right. Um, yeah, I, I know that I've had, um, I'm not going to go into any details because confidentiality is, you know, one of my ethical principles, Mm -hmm. but, you know, I've had many clients who have a Catholic background. They Mm -hmm. don't have any qualms or guilt about working with me. And they've certainly never come back and said that I got any evil spirits or demons on them in my practice. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I, there, I, I always do try to be, um, very cosmopolitan and uh i try not to offend anyone that's not what i'm trying to do yeah. as far as beliefs you know everyone has their own beliefs and my grandfather always he was a very wise man he always used to say every man to god or the devil in his own way mm-hmm. yeah. I, like that. I like that that's good because yeah that that was my point it's it doesn't matter really what walk of life what religion you're doing when we're talking about the tarot cards we're just getting in contact with that kind of space the universe the universe has some big divine plan and there's alternate universes alternate realities alternate outcomes where are we heading and that's what the cards are basically telling you or at least giving you an idea which direction to head in and it doesn't have anything really to do with religion or anything it's the universe the greater of all right exactly and in the tarot you will find um you'll find all kinds of um symbologies that you know also mix with both christianity and judaism there's it's it's all there um you know it was created by the order of the golden dawn the rider weight deck so um there's there's a lot of influence of hermeticism in in this and that you know it has to do with the kabbalah and Christ, um christian theosophy um it's it's all in there you know of course yeah. you know we have the devil we have the hierophant we have those traditionally um western religious symbols um but the tarot is effectively universal yeah so it's it's definitely not a religion um it's not a closed practice by any means Mm -hmm. you can have any sort of background and uh one thing i love about the tarot in the modern era is that there is a tarot deck for literally every reader um you can find everything from arthurian legends to the golden girls to Mm -hmm. um different cultural historical tarot it's great so, yeah and i think i see open. those golden girls ones. i did see the golden girls ones i was like that's cool yes yes it's very inclusive so mm-hmm. and that's one of the things i love about it yeah and it and it is fun and you do a great job and speaking of doing a great job did you have any questions for elaine not off the list yet but did you have any no i'm good i'm oh, good you're good all right cool because what we're going to do in this whole episode wanted to base it on the new year 2024. Yeah, we just are walking into this new year now. And I think the ending of 2023, at least for me, put a lot of weight, a lot of, you know, 
question a lot of uh I don't know. I, it's just, I can't even put my finger on it. It's just things went in a way different direction. I thought they would for the end of the year. Now we're coming into the new year and we have to face all of this. Mm -hmm. And I think right now, whether it's uh political, whether it's uh, just the financial situation of the world and how it's affecting each and every person, I thought it would be interesting to sit and have Elaine do a few readings based on just some collective questions on how we as humanity can get ahead a little bit in 2024. Give us all a little bit of guidance. Give us something to kind of look forward to for the new year, a new way to handle it, a new way to walk into it. And that's what we're going to do. Um, so we have a few questions and Hannah's going to ask two and then I'm going to ask two and we're going to watch Elaine actually do the readings and interpret the cards, which I'm going to find so fascinating. But before we just do that, um, the way Elaine works now, Elaine, you do, I've noticed you don't do the typical um, spreads, like the card spreads, the three card spread, seven card spread. You work by just reading one card at a time and that's how you handle clients where they pay for basically a block of time, ask as many questions as you want, and it's all one-card interpretations, correct? That's right. That's right. Now, it's not that I don't use tarot spreads necessarily. I mean, I absolutely do um, use the the spreads that I like the best or basically whatever I'm called to use whenever the question is, is brought. Mm -hmm. um, basically, I just, you know, I pull cards until the spirits are done speaking to me. Until they're they basically given the okay finished signal. Yeah. Mm. Um, so you know spreads. I love spreads. Um, they're they're an integral part of tarot reading, absolutely. But they are not um, hard and fast rules. Um, they're more they be more like guidelines, right? Mm -hmm. Right. <laughs> so, um, and I don't like to I don't like to sell tarot readings by the spreads because you know you might need a clarifying card or two. Um. Uh, a question may be bigger than three cards. That's not uncommon. Might need a little bit more information than just what three cards can bring you. So I, you know, my live reading sessions, whenever you get me on video chat or on the phone, you have 20 minutes, 30 minutes, 40 minutes, or 60 minutes. You just ask questions and I will answer in a timely manner. I won't chew up your clock naturally, but, um, and we'll just go until you run out of time or until you feel that you're done with the session. Mm -hmm. So, um, and I also offer delivery readings. That is where you can just email me or message me your questions. And then I will do readings for each individual question. So um, I can do one question up to three or no, up to four questions per order. And that's on my website as well in my pricing menu. And I'll take your questions, I'll perform a reading, I'll record it, and I'll send you the recordings by your email. Um, and it's just charged per question. So like one question is $13, two questions is $25, three questions is $35, and so on and so forth. But it's not about spreads. Okay. Okay, so. great. And so with that, let's get the cards ready. Now, Elaine, you have anything like, do you prepare your cards too as well prior to readings or... Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, before I sit down to a reading, I always make sure that my um, my tarot deck is faced. You know, all the cards are right side up. Mm -hmm. I make sure they're thoroughly cut, shuffled, recut, shuffled again. 
Um, I will set the reversals per reading. So per client, I'll do the, the reversal move like I just did earlier here. I didn't wait. <laughs> You're okay. <laughs> All right. And then, you know, I'll shuffle again just to make sure that, you know, I'm basically that's just my little fidget toy for how to tap into the energies of whoever or whatever I'm reading. And, um, you know, of course, you want to make sure that your your tarot deck is nicely shuffled. But um, I usually, you know, I, I do some breathing exercises, I ground and center myself, and then I open it up so that I can communicate with my spirit team and um, ideally with the spirit team of whoever I'm reading for and with their their personal energies. Okay, great. Well, you're going to have um, – we're asking these questions for the entire world now, so that's going to be a very big team behind us here. <laughs> so when, let us know once you're ready, and Hannah and I are going to pick some questions here. Absolutely. Uh, I guess you want to do two first, and then I do two. That's up to you. That's yeah, that'll fine. be easy as okay. well, yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> they go one and one with each other kind of so yeah that, that yeah would, okay. cool cool i would have picked and choose by giving us a bigger yeah choice now there's there's no particular ritual to how you ask or how the client asks okay mm -hmm. so you know, it's uh, it's my job to know how to pose the question and how to listen to hear the the right answer. Ideally, now of course, you know, I'm I'm just a human like everyone else. Mm -hmm. In fact, you know, a, a bit more than that, I'm a fool of God, so <laughs> I am very likely to make mistakes and errors, just like everyone else, if not more so than everyone else. So, I mean, I am not I'm I'm not um a, a divine spirit myself. My words can be fallible. I can get things wrong. <laughs> yeah. All understandable. It's, it's like very hard not to. That's right. that's the whole goal. So <laughs> there is there is no hard and fast rules to how you or any client has to ask their questions. So Ready whenever you guys are. All right. Okay. What opportunities may present themselves to humanity in this new year? It's a very well worded question. Okay, so the two of wands here, interesting imagery. Mm. All right. If everyone can see that, mm -hmm. all right, we've got a man here who is holding a globe, staring out over the vast expanses of his lands, of his territory that he's already on. But he's he's looking at what else, what else can he claim? Where else can he go? So what does that make us think, right? Mm. Is humanity going to continue the race into space? Are we going to look at trying to conquer new worlds, literally, in starting in 2024? 
But another thing that humanity is going to have an opportunity with, and this is not quite so inspirational and um, positive. This is the Five of Cups. And the Five of Cups is about accepting grief and moving forward, about knowing when knowing when to accept and cut losses. So um, that's, a, that's a card that's often associated with crying over spilt milk. So as a human race, collectively, we might be turning our attention in society towards how we are collectively um, focusing on negativity, you know, because in this image, you have this man here who's distraught and he's staring at his three filled cups. He's got two upright, perfectly good cups behind him. And, you know, he doesn't see them. He's not aware of them at all. More than likely, he's going to turn around and knock them over, even worsening his situation. Mm -hmm. So we might be as a species looking at all the ways that we are wasting our time and resources on either negativity, on waste, or on um, tragedies that we we need to shift our mindset from complaining about things into trying to solve problems before they get worse. So that card is a bit less hopeful because it it does it does have um, elements of grief to it, elements of regret, remorse, so and loss. So we might be, um, in 2024, we might be coming to terms with the ways that collectively as humanity, <laughs> we make bad situations worse. Mm -hmm. So it might be a bit of a moment of clarity there. Okay. We definitely need that opportunity here, so... <laughs> okay so how can humanity best prepare for these opportunities mm, okay so we get two pretty powerful cards here as an answer to that because um these are what we call in tarot language major arcana cards these are the trump cards of the tarot deck the ones that are numbered zero through 21 and roman numerals on the top here mm -hmm. okay so here we have number five the hierophant and this is one of those uh cards i was talking about earlier that has a lot of religious connotations or traditional western religion connotations you know we have what looks like a pope here he's wearing the hat got the um the the cross and the the hands up and blessing you know mm -hmm. he's, he's giving absolution he's got his penitents here who are um praying for forgiveness so this is a very um christian themed card right mm -hmm. so what can we do to answer your question what can humanity do to um make the most out of these opportunities we're going to have and the hierophant is about following traditions it's about accepting the way things are, even whenever we don't really like them all that much. So working with the system, not against it. That's part of the Hierophant. Another part of the Hierophant is mercy, forgiveness. 
It's being the bigger person, understanding that to err is to be human, but to forgive is divine. Mm -hmm. Um, Definitely more of a traditional spiritual path or um, religious observance than it is um, the the new age non-traditional spirituality. So we we could be um, going into sort of a, like a religion of a collective human religion of mercy and compassion. That would be ideal where we start. Um, we could take advantage of these opportunities if we start accepting that, hey, everyone is struggling. Everyone is just doing the best we can and make it kind of a religion to be more forgiving of one another, to be more compassionate. Um, another expression of this is as much as, you know, most of us probably won't like it because we're very individualistic in our Western culture is that we have to, um, to take advantage of the opportunities that this new year is going to be bringing us. Humanity needs to take the attitude that what's good for the hive is good for the bee. Mm-hmm. Got to be more about not just what's good for you, not just what's good for me, but what if everyone behaved this way? Or what if everyone believed this? What kind of world would that look like? It's a more collectivist attitude Mm -hmm. that is needed in order to make the most of the um, opportunities that we will be given for better or worse. And clarification on that is the moon card here. The moon card, (laughs) it's um, probably one of my favorite cards in the whole deck. And it's because it is so mysterious. It is so ambivalent. And um, it's a card that's about intuition and um, self-discovery, about inner wisdom. And it's also about confusion, madness, delusion, um, uncertainty, fear, darkness, all of those things wrapped into one. So it could be that in order to um, take advantage of the opportunities that the new year is going to bring us, we all need to reflect inward we all need to be more circumspect we all need to tap into our spiritual connection with each other with other living beings with our earth we need to learn how to tell the difference between the fears that are constantly being pumped into our world into um media and what is really our intuition as human beings as members of the planet what's what's the difference and we need to learn that because the moon card is really also about living in a world of fear and illusion for whether it's real or whether it's all illusion it's being affected by your environment Mm -hmm. we need to become more aware as as a collective the human species of just how realistic we're being and how really grounded in reality we are. Mm -hmm. And also, you know, how we're using our intuitive senses. Mm -hmm. I love it. I know I got chills. I got chills with that one. I really did. And that's why I love it. Your readings are intense. I'm just sitting here listening to them. I love it. All right. So I chose two questions myself. And so here will be the first one. How can humanity improve its relationship 
with the planet in the new year. I knew you were going to use that one. Of course you did. That's why you're my partner. <laughs> That's why I didn't pick it. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay. <laughs> tarot cards can be so, at least mine, my tarot cards can just be so blunt sometimes. <laughs> okay. So what can we do to improve our relationship with this planet? Mm -hmm. The card nobody wants to see. <laughs> the five of pentacles all right look look at these two here yeah they are struggling they are they are facing the elements they um they are the have-nots right mm -hmm. we need to accept less basically that's what that means as to improve our relationship with the planet we need to be more sensible we need to be more practical we need to be more frugal and ascetic we need to we need to do less. That's the first thing. We need to accept that, you know, life is what it is. It can't be perfect. Like we can't just put on our headsets and live in a digital world. That's not going to go well at all. We need to, we need to accept that in order for everyone to be okay, you know, we, we can't have everything that we want. You can't always get what you want. And we also need to accept, you know, because if you look at this imagery, you know, this is a, a very pitiful couple here. You know, they, their shoes are worn. This poor man here has, has his fair share of struggles and they're out in the winter cold. You know, they're facing the elements and the harshness of material life. And in the background here, behind their backs where they're not looking, is the warm light of a stained glass window of a church, right? It's supposed to be center of charity and um brotherly love and they're not looking there they're not trying to take advantage of um the warmth of community perhaps the warmth of that community is not open to them and that's you know another theme of this card is helping others helping each other through struggles seeing each other as just being fellow passengers to the grave doing what we can when we can for each other and showing compassion as well as accepting that, you know, nobody ever promised any of us a rose garden in this life. And, mm -hmm. you know, are we going to burn our planet up? Um, just being selfish, just, you know, being self-serving and we've got to stop doing that as a species. And uh, as a clarification card on that, Woo, this is um you know people talk about the death card or the devil card being scary in the tarot the judgment card <laughs> says hold my beer because um you notice in that imagery you know again with the biblical themes of um the rapture revelations the end of times that's that's what we're facing here that's what's at stake we can learn how to tough it out and um, be sensible, be reasonable, be sustainable, or it can be curtain altogether. Hmm. Wow. That was strong. That was intense. Mm -hmm. I, the bluntness of the cards, though, I think is what we really need. Yep. They're like, I ain't messing around. Yeah. I really, really liked that. That was strong. Let's see if we can't get one more in. And since they're being very blunt right now, let's sure. see. <laughs> they're on the roll. They're on fire. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's see. What steps can humanity take 
to promote peace and unity in the new year. Hmm. Okay. So once again, um, they, they are being blunt here. Eight of wands hmm. movement, get moving. That's the, that's the first message. What can we do in order to improve, um, you know, the status quo on this planet and the eight of wands is all about action. It's about taking action. It's time to stop procrastinating time to start it's time to stop arguing about it. And, um, philosophizing about it it's time to start taking action it's time for all of us to pitch in and start doing whatever we can to contribute to a better world um and a better society amongst us um so that's the first message there con um confirmation with that with the the chariot card you know and what i'm intuitively getting off of these two cards together is is that we have all this wonderful technology now you know um society has advanced at a um a rate a pace that we've never really seen before what with the introduction of the the industrial era and then the technical era um the technology that we have, um, the aid of the aid of wands, the ability to send a message around the planet within seconds. What are we doing? <laughs> that's the that's the question here. I think is that um, we have such power, we have such information, we have such ability to um, do whatever we want, really, or within reason um, on this planet. We have so much going for us, and we're laying it to waste. We're not using it for true positive purposes. We're using it to spread misinformation and fear. We're using it for um, narcissistic purposes. We're using it for everything but good, it seems, or at least it seems that way. I know there's a lot of good uses for modern technology and the advantages that we have as a, as a civilization collectively now, um, but we need to we need to get our heads straight and we need to start using what we have to fix problems. We need to really focus on um, six of swords here, moving forward. We've got problems, um, crying about them and fighting about them isn't gonna solve anything. We need to get together as a human species, as one, as one tribe, as it were, and get to work on solving these problems with all of the tools and the blessings that we we have at this point in history it can be done but we've we've got to start applying it in positive productive directions wow fantastic wow elaine i cannot thank you enough honestly for doing this and to our audience that's listening to this or watching it whatever it might be if you need the tarot service, reach out to Elaine. Elaine, give us again your uh, information where you can be contacted at. Absolutely. Um, you can find me on Facebook at Arcane Oracle. That is my business page. You can send me a message there if that works best for you. You can also find me at my website at elainesarcanetarot.com. 
um, that's tagged in the description here as well. Um, you can email me from that page. You can send me a direct message from that page. My phone number is 765-739-0278. That's 765-739-0278. Um, you can send me a text. If you're into texting, you can call me. I'm always here for you if you need a reading. Um, you can check out my um, menu of prices and readings at my website. And that's again, elainesarcanetarot.com. Um, yeah, I would love to connect with you if you're listening and you're interested in getting a reading. Um, yeah, just hit me up. I'm here. That's fantastic. Elaine, thank, thank you, you again, really, for coming on the thank show, you. joining Hannah and I and for doing that reading for us. I, you know, I always get chills when it comes to the tower readings. I always get into it and your intensity and it's, it's wonderful. And that's why I hope people do reach out for you if they need a mm -hmm. tower reading for sure. All of uh, Elaine's links will be in the synopsis of the show. And if, like she said, if you need to reach out, just reach out to her and she does fantastic. Just as fantastic as she did right here for the show. It wasn't just for the show. Mm -hmm. She's like that all the time. Consistently. I can speak for her on that. Uh, do you have anything else for Elaine? I can't even look at her right now. I know. I, I'm like, I can't, even make, eye contact. I can't <laughs> even make eye contact. That was amazing. Thank you so much. Yeah. That was my honestly going. first experience with Elaine. Um, Cause you know, the last show we didn't do like a read and I'm just like, wow, I'm going to be broke. Cause I'm going to be like, Elaine, I need you, <laughs> but Hey, I will be happily broke. That, that is such an honor to hear that coming from, from you, Hannah, and from both of you. Thank you so much, Gary, Hannah, for having me on the show again. I love these thank chats you. that I have with you. And um, yeah, thank you so much. Really, I appreciate you both so much. Excellent. Thank you again. Thank you. Elaine, have a wonderful, wonderful night. And to everybody else, we hope you enjoyed the show just as much as we did. And don't forget to reach out to us um, at eyeopenersociety.onpodium.co. And Elaine's link is at the top of our page, too. It's always been there. Just mm -hmm. go ahead and click on it. It'll take you right to her website. Um, and don't forget um, that we will be having some other shows, too, that are coming down the pipe. Mm -hmm. We want you guys to tune into them. So for everybody, thank you again for joining us, and we'll see you again real soon. 